Listeners are advised, this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker. Can you remember what we're doing? Absolutely no idea how it works. (laughs) This is going to be like episode one all over again. (laughs) So, oh my God, we're back again. I've no idea what the words are. Zoe doesn't know the words. So, hi, I'm Amy, and this is Zoe, um, and you're listening to the I'm with the Boy Band podcast. Who are back from our? We had a little break. There's some, a lot. Some of people shit. are calling it a hiatus. Oh, mm. in much the same way that the Backstreet Boys are not the Backstreet Boys, it was the other one, BTS, In Sync. Oh. No, this was more of a BTS hiatus because theirs was only two weeks and ours was pro- approximately is, so the same. Ours was a double BTS. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. So okay. sorry we've been out of your ears for a few weeks. There's been a few things going on. It's a lot of things going on, Amy. Someone's moved house? Yep, Who's... somebody did move house. And it was really stressful, but it's fine. Top 10 most stressful things that you can ever do in your lifetime, isn't it? Moving house. Apparently the top three are death, divorce and moving house. And yeah. I'm surprised babies, like actual giving. The chart was probably, was created by a man. Sorry, Zoe, but the baby talk is not welcome here. No, what I'm actually (laughs) saying is that the actual pushing a baby out of you Mm. must be far more stressful. No, I don't know. I think women like it. I think, yeah, I think like natural, like it's a, you know, woman's natural. Who are these women? Why don't we know any of them? I don't know. Anyway, so this is <laughs> I'm with the boy band. The this ultimate. Is, this, is, this is not mommy and me. <laughs> the ultimate boy band podcast. Yeah. Where we are week by week, not even week by week, where we are month by month. <laughs> uh, compiling the ultimate boy band chart. So, but we also have adventures we go off and do shit together. Yeah, we do sometimes. And have exciting times. What exciting things, other than moving house and enduring yet another fucking election? Mate, don't move. I've got to take a picture of your hair. <laughs> don't move it, don't move it. So, yeah, we like having an election in this country. This is now the third in, like, four years. Can you see that? No. Oh, fucking hell, the light's all wrong. Anyway, yeah, three free elections in four years. Oh, she's fixed her hair now. I'm sorry. Sad. My bad. <laughs> You're just going to post it on Instagram and I'm not looking I'm anyway. I'm not. I'm not going to post anything. It's exactly the same thing you do with fucking Gary Barlow pictures. What? Turn my back for one minute and another fucking Gary Barlow <laughs> picture on our well, Instagram. Well, that's not going to be at the moment because all Gary cares about is wearing as many shades of brown as he possibly can. Didn't even know there were that many shades of brown. <laughs> I know Harriet doesn't listen so I can steal her line. So yeah, we've Taupe. been on some adventures. Beige. Beige. The beige turtleneck was a particularly low point. <laughs> we met NSYNC. Two-fifths of NSYNC. Yeah. It was great. It so was. we, I got the advance notice ages beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Because because of what I do for a living, we get these red carpet invitations to send photographers, journalists down to the red carpet. So we knew about two weeks in advance that, well... We were promised three-fifths of NSYNC. We were promised three-fifths. It was actually quite a good red carpet because they're normally a complete um, shit fest. It wasn't red. Oh, sorry. It was a pink carpet. <laughs> this was for Anne Juliet the Musical, which is just premiered in the West End yeah, two weeks ago. Yep. And it is a musical about the music of our friend. Max Martin. 
Yeah. Based on Mac, only his number one records because he has so oh, okay. many fucking records yeah, yeah, yeah. that he can just pull out his number ones to create. And it's a story of what happened if Juliet didn't, you know, um, fall. Herself. Yeah, didn't fall for the male bullshit and <laughs> commit suicide along with Romeo. And she just went, now, nah, mate, fucking on your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. So pink carpet for Anne Juliet. Yeah. We knew Lance Bass. Was going to be there. He we was, knew Lance Bass. He was hosting the pink carpet. But we were also promised Chris Kirkpatrick, JC Chazez. 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 Chazez, yeah. Chazez. Um, there was other boy banders there. Oh, one of Westlife. We were Mark. Marcus. His name's Mark. Uh, was that my phone? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Boy Banders Galore and also Max Martin was going to be... That was actually... I was very excited about the prospect of meeting NSYNC. Most excited about the prospect of meeting Max Martin. So we managed to bag ourselves a couple of tickets to the opening night. Mm -hmm. Very hard to get. And we went along to the pink carpet. Yeah. Hung around outside. The main problem being that, unfortunately, it fell on the same night as... The show we've been building up to for <laughs> two, three months. Yep. Which was... McFly's one night only at the O2. Yes, we couldn't even go to anyone. Oh, we swapped tickets to the next night first. We, yeah, you know, we, we... When, when we first looked at going, like trying to get in for the press night of Anne Juliet, we realised it was the same night as McFly and we were like, well, that's it. We can't do it. Yeah, McFly take precedent over yeah. watching some people sing some Max Martin songs. And then it. when we found out that three of NSYNC were going to be present, we were like... We need to make this work. So we had a conversation and (laughs) ultimately, I mean, there was no way we weren't going to McFly. That was, that was that. We were always going. Amy made that very clear in the, (laughs) in the the I'm taking no bullshit text exchange here. (laughs) But I was definitely up for skipping the early part of the gig if necessary. I was like, we'll turn up late. We'll turn up late. Especially as we knew we were in the splash zone. So we were in the OMFG zone. Yeah. At McFly, so we knew that we could get down. I mean, the O2 seated anyway. If we were in a seat, we knew we'd get right. to our seat. But we knew that we'd get close mm. and, and have a good time, whatever time we arrived. And then we were like, what time's the red carpet at? And I think you said it starts at 5.45. So, and the, I was so like... the photographer's call was 5.45, right. which normally means 5.45 to choose your spot. Mm. And then people will start showing up from 6.00, which was perfect timing yeah. for us, actually. And we knew Lance was hosting the pink carpet, so he'd be there early doors. Yes. And then I found out that McFly were on stage at the O2 at 8.45. I was like, fine, done. This is piece of piss. We're going to do both. <laughs> Because, yeah, because we knew Anne Juliet began at half seven. Yes, yeah, so Doors was seven and mm. the show started at 7.30. So we knew everyone had to be in. Yeah. In plenty of time for us to rush across town with our hair flapping in the wind to get to McFly at the O2. Um, and, and the recap, it was good. Lance came early. Yeah. He posted some selfies. He was doing some to camera pieces for his, he was hosting it. So mm. he's doing some to camera pieces actually the first who was the first person we spotted before we spotted Lance Michael Turchin oh yeah we spotted Michael first yeah we did oh I was like that is Lance Bass's husband <laughs> and then yeah Lance appeared wearing the yellowest suit I've seen in a which still time. shocks me as to why we noticed Michael before the the Lance Bass yeah, in the yellow suit I think he was hiding behind somebody really <laughs> tall or something like that but yeah it was great and we were like fuck it's fucking actual Lance Bass and he was so fucking nice yeah, he was I mean, the we sweetest. we knew he was going to be nice. Yeah. 
but he was proper nice and there wasn't that many people there the fan fan wise was there because it hadn't been announced Mm. so lance had started posting about it on his instagram that he was there and hosting yeah but there wasn't yeah loads there wasn't a big you know jazz hands thing about come down to it yeah so we had a chat with him and in between like his his pieces to camera and stuff when he was just like hanging we were like come back here and talk to us and he kept coming back and jumping over the rope to come and take more pictures and he was just really really nice yeah. he was i mean he's a, uh, i had no doubt it was going to be a lovely dude yeah so i was put on um in the recce position whereby i had to stand <laughs> where i could see people coming into both entrances and the pavement helped because it was kind of like raised towards the, towards the edge so zoe who's normally very short could see right over the top of everyone yeah so and i could see down to one corner and i stayed and on the barrier and held our spot that to the way. other corner yeah and i would basically put myself on nsync watch yeah knowing that they'd have to walk along and into these mm. one of these two gaps and I would spot them I was so earwigging the press people every time they were like such and such is arriving I was like oh my god JC JC because I heard them say it and it wasn't then that no. JC came was it no. no so about an hour after the press people announced JC was arriving <laughs> um, yeah I spotted him from along the street and yeah. we pegged it Amen. and bear in mind at this that point that was quite towards the end though it was there was lots happened before that so there were lots of people that were quite rude who didn't have time. Bear in mind, they had to... So they'd, they'd stand in front of the boards and have their pictures taken. Then they'd round the corner to where we were stood with Lance and they'd have to stand there and wait to go and be interviewed by Lance. Right. And even in that bit where they were stood there doing fuck all and Lance was interviewing somewhere else, someone else, it wasn't like they were suddenly going to get dragged in. Yeah. He had to cut off this interview before the next person went in. Yeah. Some people were just dead rude about communicating, taking yeah. a picture yeah. and... Namely, I'm going to fucking name a shame, bastards. Mark Feely from Westlife. What a rude bastard. He was so rude. <laughs> and I wasn't sure, because I said to Amy at one point, do you think it's because you're calling him Mark and maybe he only answers to Marcus? No. This but he Marcus was just thing rude. Is new. He's always been Mark from he Westlife. Just... He was rude. Yeah. He just blanked me, basically. And I was very pleasant and polite when I called his name. He was rude. and But we weren't... There was lots of British celebs there who I'm sure Lance had no idea who they were. And they were going through. And we were not, we were not there for them. <laughs> we were there for boy band members only. So... We just let them all filter through. A lot of them we didn't even recognise, to be fair. And then... Um, Nicole Max, Mar- Max Martin... It was the loveliest man yeah. ever. So I went... I skipped... When Max Martin came back, he got grabbed straight in to go and talk to Lance immediately. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to take this opportunity to run around and pick up our tickets so that we can get into the foyer as soon as we want to go in. Like, yeah. And as soon as we finish people watching which is actually what we're more interested in than anything yeah so the minute we finish people watching we can head into the foyer hang out have a drink and you know do the press night opening night yeah. type shit that goes on so i ran around i'd asked him for a picture and he got pulled in and yeah. he didn't he didn't i didn't manage to get a picture with max martin so i ran around picked up the tickets and when i came back he'd finished his interview and he's like oh there you are yeah. i was looking for you yeah. so that we can have our picture and i was like he came, oh he my came out of the God. interview and i was like oh max and he was sort of like looking around me and i was like can i take a picture please and he was like yeah of course and then you appeared and he was like oh there you are and i was like you're so nice he was really nice so yeah and for someone that's so successful to just be 
same with Lance. Like, yeah. To just so down to earth and willing to take time and, and chat. The and thing is, is that why are we surprised about this? Because we know people like Donnie Wahlberg are really kind and nice and generous with and their take time. time. But it's because there. It seems like there's two extremes. There's like the Donnie extreme, and then there's the Mark from Westlife. Not only Mark. We'll move on to that one in a minute as well. Um, I was also... Com- uh, Nicole Scherzinger. Oh, she was rude. So rude. She just strode in late. Uh, the traffic was really fucking bad, so a lot of people turned up late, including Simon Cowell, by the way, who was really generous with this time. Again, we weren't interested, but he stood and he chatted to people for ages. I mean, I suppose if you're Simon Cowell, you don't give a shit if you're late. But all the traffic that was built up, like there was a bus driver going... Who is it? Who is it? Like this. And one of the coppers leaned over and went, it's Simon Cowell like this. And he spent plenty of time talking to fans. Nicole Scherzinger came in, pushed Strug- right past you. Struggling to walk on her heels. Yeah. Refused to walk down to the end of the barrier to get in, like the actual entrance to get bag checked. Had them open up the barrier for her. Yeah. So she was going halfway along. Yeah. She just didn't even smile. She didn't fucking smile. Even for the picture, she didn't mm. smile. She was just, she just looked miserable, like she didn't want to be there. I mean, it was bloody cold, but, and, you know. Didn't put a jumper on me. <laughs> and then, um, and then I guess JC arrived. So, yeah, so then we went over. JC was surprisingly tall. Yeah. Also running late. Yeah. But also the one person that was like, I'm running late, but his German altitude, his, his attitude was I'm running late but fuck all that shit over there you've asked me to have a picture and, and some time with me and I'm doing this before I go and he did take his time yeah well I I got my phone out and my hands were so cold my phone wouldn't recognize that it was my <laughs> finger and he was he was laughing with me, like he was the sweetest he was so lovely he so was. so nice he he I was like Oh, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I felt a bit overwhelmed because I was like, "You caught a unicorn." This is yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I know JT, but but I I don't know. JC doesn't do public shit, does he? So the fact that he was there, we knew he was going to be there. And we we're like, "Is he going to come?" And then he was right there, and I just felt a bit like, "Oh my god, I don't do even you know." know my what favorite to bit was that him. he walked up on his own. Yeah, he did. Just walked along the street and suddenly appeared for no. There's no security with him. No. no management with him no one handling him no date him. nothing no. it was just him yeah and and when I was when you'd had your picture and I was like hi JC can I get a picture please and he looked at me in the face like do I know you like he was I, I don't know if he was trying to wanting to out. know that if it it felt like it was a matter of he wanted to make sure whether or not he knew you because if he did he wanted to acknowledge it right like he wanted to take that time yeah. to make sure you knew he remembered you right because there were some in-sync fans there that yeah. they recognized because lance was chatting to one of them for ages was she a german girl or a? I think she was german mm. she was definitely european yeah yeah and they're like really happy to see people that they know he was like oh my god how are you but yeah so jc was just so much lovelier than i had anticipated which is i'm not cussing him out or anything but he was really kind. Just really, he just seemed really like placid. Chill. Yeah. Yeah. So after might be that, one, that might we be one like... of my favourite boy banders we've met. Oh. Well. Not above Tom McFly. Let's speak about this because. As we were getting ready to leave, now we had to obviously rush across London. So we're currently in the West End and the O2's right on the. East London. Yeah, the East End. <laughs> so we were. Getting ready to go, we'd um oh, 
we get we gave away our tickets so we had these two press night tickets we knew we weren't going in so we picked two girls who were had been stood outside we'd been ch- chatting with a bit and yeah they were um, both on their own Alison yeah. and eve yes we gave them our tickets yeah to go in like i thought Alison was gonna cry <laughs> She was like, what? And yes, I'd love to go. We were like, here and she I mean, was... I'm not sure it's the done thing to give away your press well, night tickets to fans, but... I mean, McFly were beckoning, so yes. we... we They were just... We said we're just going to end up taking them to McFly in our pockets, so there's no point yeah. in... And they weren't amazing seats, but <laughs> they were tickets to go inside, so... so yeah. As we prepared to leave, and they were taking down... So they'd taken down the barriers, they were taking... They'd taken down the... Fo- uh, photography boards mm. and it was literally just the pink carpet left as we were getting ready to leave who should arrive amy the worst member of one direction <laughs> mr liam payne and i'd like to let everyone know at this point that he took time with everyone that was there he took pictures he chatted with everyone but i'd be fucking lying he walked in i went to say we were like liam can we please and he was like no i'm late not now yeah. Whoa, dude. Like in a but you that was much kinder than the way he said it. He was very aggressive. So dismissive. You're basically a child. And how dare you be talking to grown-ups <laughs> like that? And the fucking real. I turned around to Zoe and went, I told you he was the worst member of One Direction. <laughs> I don't know if he heard it or not, but it's true. He is the worst member of One Direction. Which brings me on to our new segment. Yes, on the back of both Liam and Mark Us. And Westlife's performance at the Anne Juliet premiere, Amy has come up with a new segment for the podcast, which is... Oh, I don't know what we're going to call it, but it's basically we're going to rate boy banders on how they treat their fans. I thought Reverse though, isn't it? So the number one will be the shittiest ones. No, I think number one should be the goodest ones. And then bottom of the pile is Liam Payne. (laughs) (laughs) Eternally Liam Payne. But yeah, and not just because of them, because Lance and JC were so wicked. Mm. I'm like, they deserve to be like in the top five. Are are there points going to be used in the Ultimate Boy Band chart? Is there a new category that we... Yeah, fuck it. It's going to be quite hard because there's some boy bands where the majority of their members are now dead well then they don't get points for that because we haven't (laughs) met them and we don't know so i think i'm not sure it can be a permanent category of boy bandology if we're not able to go and meet every single member of every single boy band we invented boy bandology there has to be some constructive science behind it like everyone has to be able to score the same amount of points and you know us not us underpointing the Beatles because we can't meet John Lennon because he went and died is is not scientific. I mean, he didn't go and die. He was murdered, <laughs> but sure. Well, look, don't ask I'm if not we should include it if you're going to completely veto including it. I was just chatting <laughs> shit, mate. Seriously. We're going to keep it as a separate chart. Yeah. And yeah, I can't wait. I'm so we'll ready to get the name, stuck in. Yeah. The ultimate boy bander. Yeah. It's too close to the ultimate it boy is. band list. But just off the top of my head, currently at the top is going to be Donnie Wahlberg, Lance Bass, Matthew James Pateman. Oh, Matthew. You have Matthew James Pateman news. Yeah. Tell so... us some more boy band. Oh, do we want to finish McFly and well, then come yeah, back let's... to Matthew James yeah, Pateman why news? Not? Sure. Yeah. We McFly? Went... 
we ran to the tube station and got on the tube the wrong way. <laughs> we didn't run, we walked fast. Yeah, we didn't run. But oh, actually, we stopped for food as well. <laughs> but we got to the tube station. We were like, we we're bossing this. We ran down the stairs to the tube station. As And what happens is you get to the bottom of the stairs in the London Underground. Is there's a platform each side. And one goes one way and one goes the other way. So we got down to the stairs, looked around the corner. There was a train, leapt on the train, ran across the platform onto the train. Mm. How many stops before we realised we were going the wrong way? Two, because I suddenly heard him saying, the announcer said, change here for the Piccadilly line. And I was like, no, no, no. This, we're going the wrong fucking way. And we had to leap off. And I think what happened is we'd got to Waterloo and we'd come into the tube section from a different direction to the way we normally would. <laughs> so, yeah, we ended up on the fucking tube the wrong way around, call ourselves Londoners. So, yeah, we were then like, shit, it's going to be tight to get yeah, there in we time. Did fine. We managed to get in, get a drink, got down into the splash zone. <laughs> and Claire was going to be there with her friends. We said with me, I'd sent her a message, but reception in the O2. Bear in mind, they're a fucking phone company. Yeah. Reception there's awful. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> they're a fucking communications company. <laughs> you can't get a fucking signal on your phone. Um, so we went in and we were like, Amy was like, should we try and find Claire? And I was like, let's just go to the middle. And then if she answers a text message, yeah. it would be great. So we walked towards the middle, kind of at the back. So we were by the walkway, uh, stood, picked our spot. And then the person behind us turned around and was like, oh my God. And it was Claire. Yeah. <laughs> We'd picked exactly the same spot she had, yeah. but like a foot over. And then McFly started. They were so good. It was a good five minute start to the show as a giant M descended from the ceiling. So the Superman music. Yes. Yeah. And then they appeared behind us on the walkway. Yes. And we were like, oh, it's so fucking McFly. So, yeah. Great, great spot. Like, the tickets were amazing. Yeah, they were. You felt right like you were in the thick of it. It was a great spot. So they had, obviously, when you do arenas, you make sure that the people at the back have as good a time as the people at the front. Yeah. So their video screens and things mm. were awesome. But you still had a great view of that from the pit. Yeah. And, and um, they didn't, my fear was they were just going to do the newly released songs. Oh, yeah. I knew they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. That would have been, I mean, having said that, we did just go to a Robbie gig where he played all B-sides, <laughs> but that was fucking amazing. But no, yeah, I knew they would do some of the oldies. What I actually realised was that I don't know a lot of words to McFly songs. You just know the general feeling. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I, know, I was like, oh, I know the this feeling one, and the emotion, I don't know what the And when you are. jump up and down, yeah. I know the But it was fine, because I think ones. we styled it out, because we were surrounded by Claire's three friends, yeah. who were McFly super fans, and... They were bouncing and having a good time, and we looked like we were their carers. <laughs> well, I know all the words to like um, Five Colours in a Hair, and obviously, and most of Room on the Third Floor, and stuff like that. But to be honest, I was more of a busted fan for okay. sure. And so you're going to have to f- full, full education between now and when do we go back and see them? May the 8th. Excellent news. Yeah. But they were really, really, really amazing. Like the and energy could, was high. Yeah, I was about to say, you could tell they were so excited to be back on stage. You know, I kept seeing Danny. Danny kept doing this thing. Bearing in mind, he's my least favourite member of McFly, <laughs> but I still love him. And I kept seeing him stand back and just like looking up at the crowd and just being like fucking hell like he, you could tell he was like I cannot believe I'm here it was wicked first so, time they've ever played the O2 as well as, in. as themselves yeah. yeah yeah 
Um, I feel a bit sorry for Harry stuck at the back on the drums. I feel like everyone else was like getting out there and having fun together and yeah. having a joke and yeah. Harry's stuck behind his drums. He had a camera that was constantly going around him. Did you see that? <laughs> it was really weird, but um, it was quite cool. It made me seasick. It was great. They yeah, played a really good selection of songs. The recommendation from official recommendation from the I'm with the Boy Band podcast. If you can get tickets to the tour, which is next May, April, April May, May, yeah, do it. You will not regret it. Even if the only tickets you can get are the is the last seat right on the top tier, right at the back of the arena, you're still going to have an amazing time. Yeah, it's wicked. And also, Tom Fletcher is the best. Yeah, and I love Dougie Pointer as well. But Tom Fletcher is the best. He had a really cool haircut. I really liked his hair. And I really liked the way they were like leaping around on stage. It was wicked. Have we done an episode since we met Tom Fletcher? Yes. So he's our best friend, as you know. He's in our top five nicest. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would also say um, Matt from Busted, but not the other two from Busted. <laughs> I watched a video on YouTube the other day, you know how I'm a young person that watches YouTube and his girlfriend, Emily Cannon, is, she's got like 1.01 million subscribers on YouTube. She's a YouTuber. Almost as many as us. Yeah, almost. And he's, James Bourne is 36, which surprises me. I don't know why it surprises me because obviously he's aged the same as everyone else, (laughs) but I always think of him as being a bit of a child and he's going out with Emily Cannon, who is, oh, 16 15 years younger than him or whatever who is 16 (laughs) and um i think she was a busted fan and yeah i'd yeah i don't know that's cool i like i mean you do you boo but i'm 100 on board with people dating their fans obviously (laughs) luke perry married a woman who sent a bra to him in the post oh yeah yeah. Did he meet her in between receiving the bar and marrying her? <laughs> I think probably. He was like, oh, who's this? <laughs> I was listening to oh, a, um, on my drive up to you, I was listening to the Trashy Divorces podcast. Oh, yeah. Which I'm not as obsessed with as I was before, but I mm. still dive into every now and then. Mm. And they were doing Alec Baldwin and Kim, Kim Basinger. Basinger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently Alec Baldwin's chat up line is... Straight in, no introductions. His first line. Oh no! Is, is it? I've got a massive dick. No. Do you want to have children? And it's worked twice. That was his what? chat up line with um, Kim and Hilaria. Hilaria. Did they, did, hilarious. Did they both say yes? I don't know what their response was. Because but they my both... response would have been uh, no, goodbye. Well, he's had children with both of them, oh. so he's had four with Hilaria. Speaking of famous people's offspring. Did you see that interview with Dakota Johnson and Ellen DeGeneres? No, but that was the other trashy divorce that was on the same podcast oh, was really? Don Johnson and... Melanie Griffith. Yeah. yeah. I did not know Melanie Griffiths was Tippi Hedren's daughter. I don't know who Tippi Hedren is. Um, she actress from the Hitchcock films. Mm, okay. But there are lots of weird ones like that. <laughs> like Jane Mansfield's daughter is someone famous. And I often... Jane... Oh, no, hang on. Yeah. Who's the daughter... Who... So there's someone that's oh, in CSI. Mariska, Mariska Is that is Jay Mansfield? Jay Mansfield's daughter? I think right, so. there we go. Is she in something I'm actually going to Google it is she in and something? just check. I don't know. She's, she does CSI, Mariska Hargitay. No, um, Law and Order. Who plays Donnie's wife in um, Blue Bloods? Uh, he hasn't got one anymore. She's dead. But it was a woman <laughs> called... 
Well, she it blonde. wasn't Mariska Hargitay. Yeah, she was blonde. Who's the dark-haired woman in Blue Bloods? Marissa. Oh, this is where, she's this is really where I'm lovely. confused. Okay. She let me take a picture of the back of her hair so you can replicate her haircut. That's hilarious. Is she? I think in, she thinks I'm weird. Is though. she Natasha from Sex in the City? Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> Marissa. <laughs> no, the one from Blue Bloods. I'm trying to remember oh, Marissa's no, no, name. No. Her. no, it's not. This is a fun <laughs> podcast for anyone listening. So, you know, we just try and guess people's <laughs> names and who their parents this is are. This a podcast that we're not editing. So, yep, hope everyone's enjoying <laughs> yeah, this. This is just so far. this is going out as a dumpster fire. It's as you take oh it. Oh my god, it's um, so funny. So, Bridget Jane Moynihan. Oh, yes. That's who I'm thinking of. Who used to date um <laughs> Tom Brady. We're doing it again. Oh yes, did she? Okay. Yeah, she's got I mean, a kid with Tom Brady. That's right, and now he's with Giselle Bunchen. Yes. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm glad you. we sorted all that out. Fuck you now. But Mariska Hargitay is Jane Mansfield's daughter. Yes. How did we get to that? So Mariska Hargitay's the were... one that raises <laughs> loads of money for Clear the Backlog because she lost someone to murder. Okay. I'm sure it was. Okay. Anyway, oh my god, McFly were amazing. They were. We recommend you go. Yes. And since we went to McFly, Amy's had her own individual boy band adventure without me. Who did you go and meet, oh, Amy? Yeah, Matthew James Pateman, friend of the podcast. So Matthew James Pateman. Basically, Matt. I met Matt. I mean, I've known Matt for, we've both known Matt forever, <laughs> but Matt is it. So I work in live music and I know Matt because he's in a band that um, gets booked to do corporate events and private parties. Probably and the biggest, most the biggest. successful yeah. ones in the UK. Correct. And they're wicked. They're really wicked. They're called Mad Hen. And also a good name. So... He, uh, I, I recommended him for a gig in the summer and when they arrived, they were in the green rooms and I went down and I, I've met a couple of the band members loads of times. I hadn't actually met and spoken to Matthew before. Mm. So I went down there, introduced myself. The first thing he said was, is Zoe here? <laughs> I was mm. like, I mean, I want to apologise, but that's not my fucking fault. <laughs> I'm like, no, she's not. And he was like, oh, he looked disappointed. I was like, no, but I'm here. <laughs> so anyway, we chatted a bit then. and um, But I did this gig in Manchester a few weeks ago where I was there with Paloma Faith. And he was there with Mad Hen. And we had hours to kill, basically, between soundcheck and gig time stage time and so we sat and we chatted a bit and he he's was like, the nicest man in the world oh he's he? so nice he always nice. even when he was in what was technically a like a very big boy band mm. he always had the most time for mm. fans like yeah. he always made sure that you know he'd, he'd stop if if they were allowed to stop he'd be the one that they were dragging into the car yeah after everyone else yeah he wanted to make sure everyone got a picture and everyone got a hello and yeah Yes. So, well, funnily enough, you had posted pictures from the 90s of you with Bad Boys Inc. Yeah. On Instagram the day before. And I saw them and was like, oh, I think I'm seeing you tomorrow, Matthew, <laughs> because I had forgotten that Mad Hen were going to be there as well. And he was like, cool. So, turned up, he was there with his band. They were there. In fact, I walked in, I, I could hear them sound checking as I arrived. And I thought, I won't go and interrupt them while they're doing this. It was so loud. <laughs> Walk on stage and be like, hi, I'm here to see Matthew James Pateman, friend well, of the podcast. I did actually just walk out onto the dance floor in the end. And he was like, Amy! <laughs> <laughs> 
so anyway, we were sat and had dinner together and had a good old chinwag and I invited him to come on the podcast and he was like, 100%, of course I want to come on. When are we doing it? How are we doing it? What are we doing? <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. So I, like, I went and stole some of their tonic water because Paloma wanted some tonic water. They were like, yeah, take ours. It's fine. It's like, you guys are so wicked. So yeah, we had a good old chat. We took a picture to send to Zoe and um, made me jealous i was in bed at this time <laughs> yeah reminding you now listener i get up for work at 4 30 in the morning ryan sirhan gets up at 4 30 in the morning if any million dollar listing new york fans are listening anyway mark Wahlberg gets up at 4 a.m oh, Wahlberg to go and work out right? yeah that's what ryan does as well i'm like come on guys that's not a good enough Ryan's reason to get Jesus. out of bed yeah so we took a picture he put a filter on it posted it to his instagram i looked 12 in it but Good we, ba- <laughs> we basically have a commitment from MJP to come and participate in an episode about Bad Boys Inc. Yes. So I want to do it. It's a heavy hitter. I, I want to do it do, now. Well, we can't do it right now. I, did he reply to the message? I haven't We're set, gonna it, set yet. it up. I'd like to get it set up. Christmas is obviously his mentally busy period because yeah. it's just gig after gig after gig. Mm. But I, I'd like to ask him if he wants to be our first big hitter, our first in depth, long. Such a long interview, we have to cut it into three parts. Ooh. Right? I see. Okay. Okay. He, he can talk. Like, that's not going to be a problem. Oh. We could ask him, like, two questions, and that would be, like, a three-part podcast. Do you know what else? Just give him some gin, mate. He loves a gin. <laughs> I gave away our gin in exchange for our logo. Yeah, that is true. So, while I'm busy doing that stuff, Zoe's been to New York... Yeah, I went for a little visit to see my boyfriend. How was he? He was on really, really good form, actually. Good. Very good form. I He had been due to come over here for Wahlburgers mm. on a week I had off work, um, which was going to work out brilliantly. And then he messaged me the week before to say, it's not happening. And I was like, it's a damn shame. Oh, I mean, that doesn't sound like Johnny Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Changed his plans at the last minute. Uh, and I was just going to be like, okay, well, I'll just take a week off at home. I'm going to come over and see you in December. And then I looked at the price of the flights for December, which were like, <laughs> no, like, economy, £1,200 each way. No, each way? Yes. It was fucking ridiculous. First week in December, mate. God, uh, what, this week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People love going to New York from London in December, don't they? So I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And then I spoke with Katie, who was like, no, come over. So I cashed in some air miles and I flew out on... Literally two days later. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I'm off. I'm going to New York. I went, okay, bye. Oh, do you think I'm pathetic? No. See, I'm like a puppy and he's like, come and see me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) But if Gary did it to me, I'd be the same. Because she who shall not be named was like, I can't believe you did that. Like, and I Mm. I was like, but you'd have done it too. And she's like, yes, but I expect better from you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that I don't need an excuse to go to New York. So if I had a boy bander, my boy bander there going, come visit me, I'd be like, oh, okay. So I had fun. He, um... Had a couple of days with Katie, setting her up to do some crafty stuff for Christmas, setting her up with Ooh. a new machine like mine. Oh, uh, And then a couple of days on set, there were some other people in that we knew as well, so that made it fun. Oh, that's good. He was talking a lot about cruise themes and ideas and things for the cruise, which is in April. It's a really short turnaround time. Which you're from... going to announce now? No. Um, it's a really short time from when they announced 
crew stroke put it on sale to when yes. it actually is it's it's under six months yes so he's looking for ideas i sent him a really good idea this week actually for the game show i'm going to tell you what it is okay. then if it happens it won't just be me afterwards going oh i suggested that okay like the thing please, last please year with the stage me. no not right now i'm just oh. telling you on the podcast i'm gonna tell you okay you can put it in an envelope and seal it and put it in your bank oh let's do that and we'll open put it, it after the bank because <laughs> last year the thing was i suggested they did that thing with us they used to have this game which was the new kids stage and you'd put your new kids dolls on this stage it was like you'd construct the stage out of plastic it was a bit barbie-ish but it was a stage and it had guitars and all these things hanging down with their pictures on it and it was okay. pink and purple and I saw it in his dressing room on set one day and I was like, dude, you need to make that your stage set one day. It'd be fucking wicked. He's like, well, maybe not for tour, but we could probably do it for cruise. And then I completely forgot, like, it was six, eight months before cruise. Yeah. And we get on cruise, we go down to the concert hall for the show and the curtains are down, which is unusual for them. The curtains are down. Brother, lights go down. Curtains. He's like, don't show Zoe, don't show Zoe. Curtains come up and it's the fucking... It's the stage from the, the new kids on the block stage toy thing. I was I went fucking nuts. But no one believes that it was my idea because I never <laughs> said in advance. Um, I made this suggestion to Donnie the other day. Ronnie was there when I did Ronnie or Michelle. One honestly, of them was there. People are so unbelieving, untrusting. I would believe you. But, you know. Anyway. I'm a good friend. We're getting really, really <laughs> off track. What other shit did we have to talk? So it's been like four hours already. We've not even got to the boy band of the week. Other bits on our bit of paper that we've got to talk about. Oh, Simon Cowell is cancelled. Oh. Allegedly. So Mondays, if this podcast goes out at the right time, next Monday they're starting X Factor The Band. Yes. Which I am terrible, like, so fucking excited for. I'm quite excited for it. I'm really well, Every time I see the advert, I'm like, yes, this, because they're so good at this, taking random people and putting together these bands, and all of a sudden these bands are fucking huge like One Direction and Little Mix and they did the same thing with this week's boy band of the week which spoiler alert Union J um but then I remembered that also they did it's the same people same create creative minds that were behind pop stars which is where the whole reality band thing began and also not quite as huge as you heard (laughs) in Amy's episode on Fix yes Yes. Well, I don't know. Like, I didn't know they were doing this X Factor the band thing, and I accidentally flipped over to the Megan McKenna winning X Factor celebrity, and Dermot said, "Oh, we're back on Monday with X Factor the band," and I was like, "What?" So and I haven't looked into it or anything. They've rushed it forward because the ratings were so bad. For the no, so one. Little Mix have got their own called version the search. called the Search that's due out next year. So they've rushed it forward i'm not sure how true that is this is coming from a lot of tabloid yeah, see, articles i read a thing earlier saying that simon didn't want to be involved in it because he thought there was a conflict but apparently it's not the search is not happening till 2021 i don't know if that's true oh. again could be a tabloid source don't know but there's a whole load of talk about it so that's interesting that they've rushed it forward yeah, so why explain to me what now i've spent most of this week doing a lot of research for work Mm -hmm. so we're doing our end of the decade stuff that you have to do when you're a journalist which is basically looking at everything you've produced for the last 10 years and Mm. picking out the best bits Mm. and also this year's 
this week's boy band of the week mm. is so fucking long. Yeah. I spent two days researching that as well. So I do not know why Simon Cowell is cancelled. I need you to explain. Okay, so I was on Twitter last night and I'm trying to reinvest in Twitter because I've been off it a while. Not off it, just not engaged with it in the same way because I love Instagram. So Because I, you're a millennial. <laughs> because I'm a millennial, that's right. It's weird being born in the 70s and still being a millennial. <laughs> so, um, the yeah. The heart, the heart, the beating heart and soul of a millennial. <laughs> and the beside the body of a generation This is because I mentioned I watched ASR videos, isn't it? <laughs> I said, have you seen the E17 ASMR video? And you were like, what the fuck is ASMR? No, I've seen the letters before. I've never had anyone explain right. to me what it is. Okay. And I thought, I'm in a safe place now. Yeah. I can ask Amy what ASMR is in yeah. case it's something like asking, what's a dildo when you're in the office? Oh, yeah. You can always <laughs> ask me those things. So ASMR is basically, oh, we should do a whole ASMR episode. Oh, that would be really cool. I mean, cool. we've already realised that I'm a lot quieter than you when we talk. Yeah, that's true. Do you think it would be the same when we whisper? I mean, I don't think it's going to work because Elvis is fucking snoring. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... Could, so could a dog snoring be ASMR? No, I just think that's annoying. Okay. We're get really going off track now, anyway. So, Simon Cow is cancelled party was trending on Twitter last Ooh. night. And because of what's happened with America's Got Talent and Gabrielle Union being, let's say, sacked, mm. contract... Um, her contract uh, was terminated, yeah. basically. Mm, wasn't extended. No, she had her, a three-year... She wasn't optioned. Correct. Okay, that's better. So they are now, they, the authorities, whoever they are, are investigating um, Psycho Productions and also one of his other... I don't know, one of his other production companies or talent companies. Some Something is being investigated because there's been... So Gabrielle Union basically has said that she spoke up about a few things she wasn't happy about and that's the reason she feels she's been terminated. And there's a lot of support online for her with people saying, yeah, we agree. All these horrible, ugly old fat men are renewed every year on America's Got Talent and the women are constantly replaced with younger, sexier, more attractive. And it's just, it's sexist and it's not cool. Howard Stern said that, so don't come at me. I'm quoting other people. And so then all these rumours materialised, or are they rumours? Who knows? That One Direction were not treated very well, Little Mix were not treated very well, Fifth Harmony were not treated very well by Simon Cowell and his companies. There are rumours that... um, so Niall and Louis from One Direction often had their mics switched off or they weren't given as much to sing because they weren't considered as good. Zane was told to be less ethnic. Again, this is all allegedly, oh. all allegedly. And Harry Styles was painted as a womanizer at the age of 16. That's, see, that one was wrong. Really wrong. I, I mean, it's all wrong. Uh, yeah, but that, yeah, it's really unfair. And I, again, this is all allegedly and all rumour and all taken from Twitter, but Simon Cowell's cancel party was trending. So, oh. yeah. Do we have to cut out that whole section we did earlier about Simon Cowell being nice and talking to people? No, because he was being nice to fans that night. Okay. So, even though he looks... I just really don't know if we small. Tra- if Wasn't we, he small? We're going to be part of a movement. We have to go, like, fully in. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm all for cancelling people when it's deserved, but I, yeah, I don't know. I'm reserving judgment. Let's see what happens. Okay. But Simon Cowell was a small man. Hashtag to follow. He was quite tiny, yes. Mm, Did he? So, yeah, that's what's happened with Simon Cowell. That's what's alleged to have happened with Simon. So, yeah, I think that's all our boy band news. No, 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 no. You know what we uh, really need to mention before we go? Is? That we were technically stood up. Oh. I mean, our door's still open if you want to come and see Amy and I at any time. We're here for you. You don't have to, you know, avoid flying. We're here, Uh, Mr. Chris Kirkpatrick. (laughs) He ditched us. Yeah. I was quite excited, actually. I think I was probably more excited about meeting him than I was about... Like, post it, I'm over the moon that we met JC. Yeah. But I think out of all of them, I was most excited in that... Chris was going to be there, but he was a no-show. Yeah. Which is fair enough. It wasn't long after uh, Ashley and Christine from Girl We Were Alone took him out and made him get drunk in a van. <laughs> so Maybe I'm he heard compl- we were going to be there and he was like, no. <laughs> Maybe I'm completely blaming them for his no-show. <laughs> okay, yeah, his hangover was too bad. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Well, I'm going to throw one last thing out there before we wrap this one up. And that is that I have secured a Harry Styles ticket for his tour next year. (sighs) And on that note, we are going to finish because Zoe hates Harry Styles. I don't hate Harry Styles. I just, I'm not as passionate about Harry Styles as you are. Mm. He doesn't inspire that in me. Mm. Whereas I have people that I like that you probably would be like, hmm. Like who? I don't know. I'm trying to think now of one. I'm so tired. Anyway, let's not just make this a podcast about how tired we are. Thank you very much once again for listening. We've missed you all. It's so nice to be back. Um, if you want to have a chat with us, you can find us on our social media, which is on Twitter at the Boy Band Pod. Instagram is I'm with the Boy Band. We have a Facebook page. You're searching for the I'm with the Boy Band group, the one that you have to join and answer questions. We have little chats and discussions in there. It's good fun. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, we would be absolutely thrilled. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash boyband. There is going to be a little Patreon special coming yeah, up. We're going to put a Patreon special out in the next week or so. To say thank you to our Patreon supporters for supporting us through our mini hiatus. Yeah. So, uh, or you can email us if you're old fashioned. It's, uh, oh, the boybandpod at gmail.com it's been a while it's been that long (laughs) and don't forget if you're looking for a special little something to wear over the holiday season we have um, the most amazing range of merch uh, available on our Teespring there are links on our social medias thank you for listening Um, tune in next week when we're going to go back to doing got a boy band next week in fact we have several it's a it's a long one it's, it's a, a wild ride tale <laughs> of uh, how lots of boy bands intersect um so join us for that when we will get i think it's seven eight new entries oh. into the ultimate boy band chart and you can find out if mcfly get knocked off the top of the chart spoiler they don't Uh, but don't forget it's not who falls at the top of our chart who is the ultimate boy band it is the one that was there for you when you needed them the most and got you from there to here boy band you later (laughs) we out